0: Welcome to Travel Stories by Witty Travels. We are your hosts. I'm Will.
1: And I'm Katy.
0: In today's episode, we're going to share our stories and behind the YouTube scenes details about our latest trip to Plow to Carmen, Mexico. So let's start from the beginning. We recently got married.
1: We got married!
0: After being friends for a while, and then we dated for a while, and then we were engaged for a while. Um, so we got married in Orlando and as part of that, we started thinking about what we're going to do as a married couple. So a lot of people just think you get married, you either instantly have a baby or you instantly want to go for world travel or that you want to buy a house. For us, it was the second option, the world travel, right? Um, a lot of people are maybe a little bit younger when they decide to do that. their gap year after college right so a lot of couples you know they'll get together they get married right after college and they go travel the world Mm -hmm. we're in our 30s so it's not the same but we are benefit. we we did benefit by some things right we have an american passport which with the pandemic going on that's not the greatest thing but it does allow us to go to more places um, than some other countries Mm -hmm. and uh, we're in our 30s so we are established in our career we've been able to save up some money And uh, I think we just did a lot of, you know, sacrifice to make sure that we do have the money saved that we need. And we did a lot of research to figure out what we need to do for world travel. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things was, you know, we want a credit card. Um, You know, we did get out of debt, so we didn't want to dive right back into uh, credit card debt. But the key is not that you can't use a credit card.
1: Just using it wisely.
0: Right. So Dave Ramsey will always tell you that... You know kind of credit cards are the devil like never sign up always pay anything in cash but that is much easier if you are a millionaire yeah. there are a lot of benefits to credit cards now when i was in a bunch of credit card debt it wasn't really beneficial like i got no points no rewards i might have got like 20 bucks uh a quarter cash back or something like that but we wanted a credit card where you know, we can travel and get points And use those points for travel. So for a flight, for a hotel. um, And then there are some additional benefits of the MX card that we didn't think about. Or that we didn't know originally. So one of them was Hilton gold uh, status. Mm -hmm. You could also do Marriott status. But the reason that we chose Hilton is because we had already picked Hilton for our hotel after our wedding. Mm -hmm. So after we got married, we spent that night and the next night in a Hilton anyways, seemed like a good brand that we know that they're international. So we decided to go with the Hilton uh, gold, uh, gold member plan or whatever. Mm -hmm. Another thing is they have like lounges. Uh, They have, uh, you know, you can go to Saks Fifth Avenue. There's just a lot of good things.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say the Hilton, um, so not not just that, but like with the Amex travel card, um, it definitely will help us in the long run because when you book flights or you book hotels through the Amex portal, you'll get, what is it, five times points?
0: Yeah, five times points if you go through the portal.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, once we knew we wanted to start world traveling and do a lot of traveling, we're like, okay, let's make sure we find a good credit card that, like I said, will will benefit us like we're using the credit wisely um to our advantage
0: yeah so we settled on mexico but it sure wasn't our first option um yes
1: yeah no we before the pandemic we definitely wanted to travel international for our honeymoon um but with everything kind of going up and the number is going up and down, up and down, like everything was so uncertain. We actually were thinking, okay, maybe we just stay in the United States and just road trip across America. But we quickly remembered that, we live in Florida right now, but we quickly remembered that everywhere else in the United States is cold. So we didn't want to have to deal with snow and driving in the snow and...
0: Well, not just that, but we looked at the road trip two different ways. I looked at it as like a challenge. Like technically you can go from Florida do the whole outskirts of America and be back in like a two week vacation that we'd have after uh, our marriage after, you know, the wedding. But, you know, you looked at it, as like, well, you're not gonna be able to see much. You're going to have to see things for like a couple hours and kind of keep it moving. Um, so, you know, and, and I get it. That'd be really exhausting. I really liked it because of like the challenge of being able to do it in right. two weeks. Yeah. Even if we couldn't really enjoy anything that we'd see, like we'd have to go to like in the same day, like Boston, New York, Pennsylvania so that would be kind of intense yeah
1: that would have been very exhausting and then also too like we also realized not because of the pandemic but because of just winter a lot of the state parks and different places were also closed we had no so, idea yeah and we started talking to a couple of friends about it and they're like no listen like those things are closed it's winter everywhere else and we're like okay so with the few things we're like okay let's think about somewhere else where can we actually go that's semi-safe that is open to us right now um and so that's and is warm um so that's how we landed on mexico
0: yeah so um you know, I've been to Mexico a couple of times. Uh, so I've been to Cancun and Cozumel, but uh, we wanted to pick some places that I'd never been before. Um, and we decided to, our first stop, um, we'll cover the next ones in future episodes, our first stop being Plata Mexico. And we wanted to make sure we could relax right after us, you know. Craziness of, of twenty twenty, um, normal job stress that everybody has, and then also you know planning a wedding with a pandemic going on and all not
1: this. an easy task. I'm like, might I say, like plans kept changing for that. Plans kept changing for the honeymoon. Like it's yeah yeah because so, we
0: started with what like hundred and fifty people, and by the wedding day we're at uh, just fifty people because it had to be cut down so much. Yeah.
1: So any any anybody who had to. Uh, get married in 2020. I understand the pain. We can go grab a cup of coffee together virtually, or a glass of wine, and just vent about it all. But props to you, because it definitely, definitely is hard.
0: Yeah, I think most people said we're either gonna push back our wedding or we're going to, to, for like a year, hopefully, in in a year everything is clear, or they're going to just elope and then have like a big ceremony. But in my opinion, I don't want to have like a big ceremony, right? If we're physically getting married at the time, this is our wedding. I mean, we could have another celebration, but um, that that doesn't seem like something I want to like spend money on. Like I want it to be around the actual wedding itself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they... The Place we were at was really good as far as um, like the restrictions that you had, you had to wear like face masks and temperature checks and uh, consent forms and all that kind of stuff. So it all worked out, it was smaller um, than we originally planned on, but it was still pretty intimate, it was fun, it was still, uh, you know, a gorgeous evening.
1: That leads us to our, our honeymoon.
0: Yeah, so after spending uh, two nights at the Hilton. Um, In Orlando, then uh, we came back to South Florida and then flew out uh, To Playa del Carmen. So the main airport in that general region is Cancun International so uh, Playa del Carmen does not have its own so you fly into Playa del Carmen and um, It was actually a pretty smooth flight uh, I would say you know we 've flown a couple of times, not too much recently, especially not this year, but um, it was a pretty smooth flight like the the landing was where there was no bumps, yeah like, everyone was applauding when we landed i 've actually never been had uh, a landing that that was yeah uh, that smooth without any sort of like rocking or anything like that we
1: did sit uh, we did sit by the wings of the plane, and they say that that 's pretty smooth too, and you don 't feel a lot of turbulence you don 't feel a lot of landing. So it could have been both, but definitely a smooth landing for sure.
0: Yeah, so we get into Cancun International. Everything is good there. Um, so one of the things is is customs and immigration. So they give you a form to fill out. Well, at least they give us a form to fill out uh, while we're on the plane. And we're like, hey, do you have a pen? And are like, no, we don't have a pen. So I think we eventually found some... One somewhere, but we just made sure, like with our you know pouch with our passport and our credit cards and stuff like that, we made sure that we had like pens in there too, so that mm-hmm. we could fill any sort of customs uh, forms you know, in the future, and we filled all that out, and it looked like the bottom, so sometimes if you're, like, filling out, like, a, I don't know, like, a job application or other kind of release, they say, like, the bottom section is for the employee or the organization, and that's what it looked like, because it was the same kind of information, but we, we went to the customs counter, and they said, no, you had to fill out the whole thing, and it's like, well, why? So <laughs> I guess part of it stayed with them, and then we took the other part, yeah. um, and then after, so yeah, I would definitely say, you know, have a pen with you. Fill out the entire form, um, even if you don't think that you have to, to do the customs, and then through immigration. So we didn't have anything to declare. We, um, you know, didn't have anything to hide. So, uh, you know, we went to. There's a place where you can declare the things that you're bringing in, and there's a place where if you don't have anything to declare, they just scan your bag again, and then you're good to go. So that got us through customs, and then that got us through uh, immigration, and uh, then we went through all that, and then it's like kind of everything you hear about some like really touristy places, whether you're getting off of a cruise or whether you're getting off of a plane where you're walking through an airport or a bus station and like everyone's trying to sell you everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's unfortunate because I think, you know, you want to think that everyone's trying to just help you and guide you in the right direction, which we'll definitely talk about in, in future episodes, but that's not always the case. But um, yeah, they're like, oh, we have a taxi here or a bus here. But we wanted to, we knew that was kind of going to happen and we wanted to make sure that, Um, it wasn't that big of a deal or we weren't like stressed about that so we went and bought our bus tickets early
1: or so we thought so you know Will did his research and he figured out like what were what were the best ways to get from the airport to our hotel in Playa del Carmen and he found out that the ADO or ADO bus station bus transportation company was a was a good one. Like there were a lot of good reviews and that was like kind of the local transportation that most people use there. And so we um, looked on it online and I was in charge of buying those bus tickets. And so I I don't know what happened. Like I was on the ADO bus website and I might've accidentally clicked something else and it took me to another bus station. I don't know, but I ended up buying bus tickets that were non-existent, I guess, because we got there and we're looking for our bus, which was called, what was it?
0: I mean, it was the, the ADO bus is what we were looking for, but then on your receipt it said, like, Cancun autobuses,
1: Right. And we kept seeing, like, almost all the transportation said, like, CAB or... there. There actually was one that was called, like, CAB, but it wasn't those words and we're like Cancun autobuses and we're like oh that's an acronym for like cab and and we just kept asking people about about that company and nobody knew about it um we went back into the airport so we can connect to, to the wi-fi and I we looked up on our Amex like credit card rec uh portal to see like maybe there was another name for it and it said like ELE tourism um yeah so then we're like maybe that company's out there couldn't find either one of those and um i'm sorry (laughs) so we wasted probably like 20 to 30 minutes trying to find it and we couldn't so we just decided okay we're just gonna cut our losses um because it wasn't too much i think it was like 30 bucks for those tickets um so we're like okay well let's head back inside to the ado bus counter and actually got get tickets from ado to the hotel and so we went back in and purchased those. And um, they gave us like, you know, the slip and it tells us like what section outside to go to, like what number, not stall, but like parking area that the bus was gonna come to. And so um, I think we had like about a 40 minute wait. And so we went out there and we got to that stop and you know, we saw a bus coming for Cancun. And finally our bus came so we can head to our hotel.
0: Yeah, so it's probably similar to if someone's clicking, or if someone's on YouTube and then an ad suddenly shows up, they click out to it, it takes them to that or like on a website with some sort of ad. So that's probably what happened there. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, I don't mind spending money. I just hate wasting it and it wasn't that much money and it just, it just kind of stinks because we thought that we, you know, we're good. Uh, you know, we checked the, the credit card, we checked the Amex, uh, you know, we didn't get like completely scanned where they keep charging things to our car or anything like that so we're only out 30 bucks but we eventually went back I'm glad we did the research to at least know the company that we wanted even if it wasn't the company that we got the first time mm-hmm. uh so we got in, onto the bus and uh, that's we did check our bags there right and they gave us like a ticket
1: yeah so because like ADO has a few different kinds of buses which we'll talk about that later but um this one, because it's coming from the airport, they have a section underneath that you can put your luggage in. So we put our luggage in there and they the guy, the attendant, like tagged, you know, tagged it with some some receipt things, some, you know. Like- yeah,
0: basically, you know, like a, a ba- you know, if you're checking in your bags, they put the, the one of the tags around the strap of the suitcase handle and then they give you the, the receipt to go pick up your bag later. Yeah. Same kind of thing for the bus which is pretty safe and how it should be where you can't get your bag unless you give them uh, kind of the the receipt and the proof that that is your bag.
1: Yeah. So we did that. We checked our bags in, and then we got onto the bus. Um, It seemed like everybody was just – it was a free-for-all. You could sit wherever, so we chose some seats. Um, But on our way to Playa del Carmen, it made a couple other stops to pick up some other people Um, right there in the – in the airport, it made a couple other stops, like at the other terminals. Yeah, right?
0: so, so let's let's paint the scene a little bit there, right? So we get off of uh you know, the airplane we go through customs integrations, and then we go through this like big long lobby where it's like kind of like a food court kind of area where there's people on both sides, and then you go through one set of sliding glass doors and there's still some additional people. And that's where the ADO, the proper ADO thing was. And then you go out that way, and then you're basically outside. So then there's a bunch of like overhead pavilions Um, And then there's, I think there was a restaurant, there's a whole bunch of different like people in different uniforms where, um, you know, they're also trying to sell you uh, tours. It's like three different stages and levels of people trying to sell you tours. But then when we finally got the right tickets, we saw that there's a big red ADO bus pull up. There's also like a big black bus for like another kind of um, tour company or another kind of hotel. So yeah, we, we loaded everything under the, the bus area so they, they lifted up the gate and we could put our stuff in there and then we finally get onto the, the bus with our tickets. So I think it was like big long like CVS kind of re- mm-hmm. receipts that they'll, uh, they'll scan and, and you get on. But yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> they give you assigned seats but then yeah, exactly, nobody takes uh, takes them. Even when we got on, they said, oh, it doesn't really matter where you go, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we found out Throughout the trip that it would be better if everyone was just in their assigned seat. And because uh, it was weird because we were sitting down and in our seats. And then, you know, how they have like the, the overhead above it. Just like you know, on a bus, obviously, but also like on an airplane. So th- so I put my sweater into the overhead area. So it's not locked. So there's no no door. There's no barrier. It's just kind of sitting there. And this lady just starts like playing with my like sweater and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want you just messing with my things. Now, I, I think you said it's because she was trying to look at the seat numbers to try to find her seat. Yeah. But still, like, don't touch people's things. <laughs> like, you would be like, what seat are you in? Or, like, look at the things around you. Just, like, get your hands off of my stuff. Like, not Yeah, I
1: don't doing. know if she was trying to, like, do that to kind of signal, hey, you're in my seat, but we definitely didn't catch that.
0: So, yeah, she could have said it in either English or Spanish, and so we would have understood her. Uh, she didn't communicate anything, just maybe passive-aggressively, uh, try to dirty up my sweater with her dirty hands. Uh, but, yeah, we got on the bus, and how long was that trip? It was maybe...
1: About an hour. I think it was
0: an hour, yeah, uh, from Cancun International um, to Playa del Carmen, and yeah, so there's one international airport in the general area, which was an hour away from Playa del Carmen. Then, when you get to Playa del Carmen uh, by a bus, then there's only the one station there, and so you remember, like, the, and then the station. All right, so you get off the bus, and um, I don't know how much most bus stations are, but I mean, usually it was pretty busy. There's mm-hmm good amount of seats. They did have some sectioning off for like you know social distancing and things like that. Um but yeah one of the things that we um that you know everyone in their travel videos will tell you get a sim card so that you have data. And maybe I'm really cocky and arrogant at this point, which is possible, but I just think if you plan ahead you can mostly get around that. Mm-hmm. Right? So our goal is to never to stay in like a hostel where we don't know if there's gonna be internet. It's either going to be in Airbnbs or you know in hotels mm-hmm. especially at like a hilton or a mine we never run out of internet um <laughs> but so you know we kind of go by the the motto here of no wi-fi no problem
1: yeah
0: because um, we had the wi-fi at the airport mm-hmm. so we can kind of check in on things we had the uh, wi-fi when we actually arrived at the bus station to check on things not maybe the fastest but not very slow
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um you know kind of one of the key is as you're you want to tell them about, like, Google Maps, how that works with, like, the offline?
1: Yeah, so before we go to locations, you can look up um, on Google Maps the um, the locations you're going to. You can kind of create, okay, I need to get from here to here, and once you have that journal area, you can actually download that section of the map, and it saves to your phone, and you can look at it when you're not connected to anything. Um, and even surprisingly at times, like, even though I didn't download a map per se, there were other times during our trips where I just opened up Google Maps and it showed us where we were at. So, um, yeah, so that was good to know. But we definitely, you know, pre downloaded that section of like, okay, how do you get to the bus? How do you get from the bus station to our hotel? You can also look at landmarks. So yes, we downloaded the map, but we looked up different landmarks to see. Okay, you know the names of the roads. Um, and then if you come out, you know, let's say you have to go to 44th street, you know, okay, the street before that is either 43rd or 42nd. So you got to make sure you're going the right direction. But on top of that, we made sure to look for landmarks like a bank or in this case, it was a, like a, a, a mall with a few stores, like Americanized stores and a Mac, the Mac makeup store. So we knew that, you know, we had to look for that landmark to get to the hotel. Uh, but getting to the hotel was also very interesting. Tell them about the roads.
0: Yeah. So the roads were a problem and it, it wasn't like it was just like red brick it was like no like a white brick or like cement kind of bricks but it was very patchy as to where the brick paved road was in comparison to the level of dirt under it or the dirt mounds or the random uh construction caterpillar type equipment in the middle of the road so you're basically walking down the main street right so one road over would be the road to the beach which is all kind of downhill all rocky but then it looks like they're trying to renovate this road that takes you to some of the more popular hotels and yeah it's kind of like you know if you're playing you know Tetris you have one side that's kind of filled out with some like holes or whatever and then like one side where you know you just have like one row of bricks and there's a big gap so there's a lot of maybe jumping that you'd have to do, or at least big, big steps that you'd have to do. Uh, Definitely recommend working on your lunges (laughs) uh, or your jumping ability if you're gonna do it.
1: At one point, I literally had to balance on a plank. Like, Like, it was connecting and I don't even remember, but they literally put like a piece of plank, wood, and you had to like walk across it. And so it was a mess and it was really hard. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why we chose the uh, luggage that we chose, which we're, we're, we're just traveling with backpacks. We're not, we don't have suitcases, we don't have uh, like, so our backpacks are the size of a carry-on, but they literally just go on our backs. Like no wheels, no nothing. Cause imagine trying to get through all of that with a rolling luggage or like a rolling carry-on, that's a complete mess. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we got uh, the e-bags, which is a brand that I had previously as my work bag. But these are the e-bags, I think, called the mother load size. Mm-hmm. So extra room. And uh, <laughs> so what we had to do for the airplanes is because our bags were, were too big, especially with all the tech equipment that we travel with, is uh, we have a day bag. Remember the name of the day bag? The yeah, brands?
1: it's tor-ti- It's a Tortuga day bag. Um, I don't remember which uh, specific, like, name it is. Um, I can link that in the in the description below. But it's the it's it's the newer one that they have it's made out of like sail like the material they make sales oh, yeah. out of. So that so it's waterproof on top of that, which is great. But um, so far, so great, like I love this backpack. But what we decided to do was put all our tech equipment in there because when you go through security at the airport, they make you take out anything larger than a cell phone anyways. So for us, it, it, it makes more sense just to carry all our tech in one bag and then pull all that stuff out when we need to go through security. And um, so yes, yeah, so we carry, so yes, we have one backpack, but it could, the tech stuff can actually fit in the one backpack too if yeah, so we need to.
0: it's the idea of like what you do with your with your liquids, right? So you have liquids in like a three point four ounce. Uh, I don't know what that is in the metric system, but uh, the, uh, small little containers, and then you have it all into like a quart sized bag. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like right? you wouldn't just put like you know your toothpaste and your mouthwash and your lotion kind of all over your bag. You put it into one bag. So we do the same thing here. And the Satuaga bag, like Ozzy said, is made out of like, the, the same equipment as you make sales out of. I think we saw videos where someone's like completely emerged it and everything inside it was fine. It's like all black. It's, it's super sharp. Uh, it doesn't take up too much room, but it's a great place as a day bag. But we also, just when we're traveling, put all the technology there so that our bags aren't too wide. Uh, they're big enough. They're, not, they're big enough to hold everything, especially with our compression cubes that we have. Uh, so we have two large compression cubes and two small compression cubes each. Uh, so we can fit everything that we need to into our actual backpacks, and then it still fits uh, above the seat. Um, you know, we might have squish it a little bit, but it, it – not above the seat, but um, in the overhead compartment of the plane. Mm-hmm. And then we just have the the – the day bag then the, uh, essentially becomes like your carry-on or my carry-on and then that can go into the seat below us and mm-hmm. we have all of our tech equipment there. But yeah, if we, because we actually even talked about Kati wanted to get, because we had done a couple of adventures already and Kati wanted to upgrade to the e-bag with the wheels, but even just on, on this experience with the Plata Carmen Roads, it wouldn't have made any sense to mm-hmm. uh, have that, right? So, yeah. you know, you carry your backpacks um, with all of our, our things, our clothes and everything that we need to travel with. And then we have the one day bag uh, that we could either carry by the, the handle or by the straps.
1: I personally like to uh, wear it like backwards in front of me. So that way, the weight feels kind of distributed because our... Da- our our regular backpack probably weighs a good 45 pounds and then the day pack is probably another 10 to 15 with all that equipment. So I'm like, I, I like to wear it when I'm carrying it in front of me, like backwards. So that way I can distribute the weight. Um, but yeah, hauling that for, I think it was like a a 15 minute walk. Um, definitely a workout like traveling with a backpack is a workout in itself.
0: But it, it's doable, unlike uh, if you had a piece of a big luggage suitcase that you had to carry around. So we mm-hmm. uh, went through all, that whole adventure and finally got uh, you know, Kati said, you know, the, the landmarks that we're looking for. so we finally walked down, we walked down this whole street, uh, so all these cast of characters trying to sell all these kind of things, different shops, um, you know, different superheroes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, we saw um, there were a couple times we went out. Onto that, you know, strip. But I think on the way to the hotel, I think we saw Spider Man and uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice yeah. yeah, and then we saw some other characters later on. But that was fun.
0: Yeah, so we walked down the road. Finally, saw the the Mac makeup store, uh, and then we knew that was our main landmark. We turned to the right, and then we finally saw the big sign for the uh,
1: Hilton All Inclusive. Yeah, I was like, Yay! It's it's here. We've made it. Like we did it. Like this is my first international trip outside of like mission trips like humanitarian trips that I've done before um so yeah so it was like our first like my first international like fun trip
0: yeah so we get there and this is where we're introduced to the idea that uh you gotta sanitize the bottom of your feet right and then uh they give you hand sanitizer for your hands to, to scrub in they take your temperature and those three aspects uh, I think, are at, right, like, 99% of the place that we went to in all of Mexico.
1: Yeah, and so to explain, like, sanitizing the bottom of your feet, like, I don't understand why they do that either. I mean, I appreciate it. Um, I mean, I guess germs just in general, but when you walk into any place in Mexico right now, um, they have, like, a mat that has some water with some kind of chemical solution that you dip your you know the bottom of your feet in your shoes and then you step onto a second mat and that kind of like wipes off the wetness so you then you don't walk into the building and slip and fall but um yeah almost 99 percent of the locations and buildings that we walked into did that for you know sanitizing the bottom of your feet like you said the temperature check and the hand sanitizer um so that was really really good
0: yeah so i don't know what Your temperature is supposed to be in Fahrenheit, but I thought, I think it was like, we're around what, 36 or 37 degrees Fahrenheit? I
1: think it was 32, 33. I don't know.
0: know. So.
1: Yeah. But whatever the equivalent, it is. 80 something, I don't know.
0: Um, Yeah, obviously on days when you're walking all around, you're going to be a little bit hotter, but nothing, thank God, uh, any sort of fever or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. it's good to know that, you know you're you're not checking anything on your feet your hands are sanitized Mm -hmm. and uh you have a low temperature um before you're going into any of the establishments. so that made us feel a lot better Mm -hmm. um yeah so then we finally got into the hilton yeah we did um they do that at the very beginning and then they ask us uh you know kind of our names because they're going to send out somebody to um was it to get our stuff or just like they essentially just wanted us to like check in so that then we can go uh to check in ourselves.
1: Yeah, I'm not maybe just to confirm that the room was ready. I'm not sure, but he like radioed our you know your name to the, uh, someone and it just kind of kept going down the down the path and then we walked in and Yeah,
0: so these are like hidden rooms. So we walk into this lobby, you can see uh the whole lobby area where they got some like bars and and things like that's a little bit of a step down, but then to the left and to the right there are, like these hidden rooms where um and then they kind of just as you go up to them they you know big like sliding glass, but I couldn't really even tell that there were rooms at first sight
1: right like it was so think of a sliding glass door but with a like opaque uh
0: yeah, kind of like it's a garage door, but it will go like left to right instead of up and down. And it right. has like a picture, like it's painted as part of the wall. It's really like a hidden wall yeah. that opened up.
1: So that's where we went in to go check in.
0: Yeah, so we went in, uh, you know, checked in. Um, and then at that point they had uh, like some spa packages yeah Uh, so we got that uh, like a a discount so that was super relaxing with everything going on
1: again our honeymoon so we had to splurge a little (laughs) yeah
0: i mean this is the most bougie uh experience that we'll probably will have in our entire travels but for being our honeymoon we just wanted to not have to worry about like going out and getting any food we wanted to make sure that we could relax after all the stress that was 2020 and planning your wedding and everything else going on um so we got those deals and um we took advantage of the spa package we got we did like the next day
1: yeah so i think we booked it that day but i think we yeah i think we did the second day we were there which was good
0: yeah and these rooms are pretty cool i think they had a couple of different options you can have like a swim-up room mm-hmm. or you could have And by
1: that meaning like you have your own private little pool, I mean not private because the, the the room next to you will have it too, but these sectioned off little pools that you can literally walk out of your porch and go right into the water. And th- these pools were separate than the main pool and then like they had a secondary main pool.
0: Um, yeah, there's a big like mega pool where they have like a, a swim up bar and like a bar that's right outside of it that you can go to. They also had like a lot of entertainment yeah. and games out there. Uh, they had, like, I guess some cabanas and yeah. then also kind of lounge chairs that were on the ground, and lounge chairs are a little bit sunk into the water In the itself. Water.
1: Those were my favorite, yes. Um, and yeah, and this pool was closer to the beach. Like, you could actually go from the pool to the beach and vice versa. So, that was on that side of the hotel. And then they had a little bit of a smaller, secluded pool but it was still like open to everybody on the other side of the um the campus I guess you could say the resort um and that one tended to not have as many people because I think by like one o'clock in the afternoon the state the sunlight was like most of the pool was shaded and so people really probably didn't want to go sit in cold water but we liked it because we were trying to you know stay away from a bunch of people as possible um so yeah so those two big pools and then like you were saying the rooms there was multiple versions of rooms that was one of the options for a room um not the one we chose <laughs> um what are the rooms
0: so yeah there's that and then like you could just look over the beach or maybe just look over the pool i think we got one that was supposed to be like looking over the beach but you had to go out into the balcony, and then you kind of had to, like, look around to see yeah. the the beach itself. Our view was basically of the, um...
1: Panama Jack Panama Resort. Jack. It <laughs> was cool. They
0: had, like, a really cool, like, antique car outside, but it wasn't, like, uh, the most amazing view. But yeah. it, it
1: was, was still fine. pretty cool. Yeah. We did face the side of the sunset, which was cool. So, you know, there were a couple of nights where we walked out to, the, to to our balcony to watch the sunset there. And one night we flew the drone um, out there. So, yeah, it was it was still fun.
0: mm mm-hmm. And then um, what's probably the main interesting feature of the room, you would say?
1: The fact that we had a jacuzzi, like, in the room. Like, not in the bathroom, but, like, in the room. So we had our king-size bed and a little, like, seated couch area. Obviously, the porch area. But right, you know, right before you stepped out onto the porch, we had an in-suite jacuzzi. So we definitely used that to relax a couple times. But the first
0: time you tried to turn it on, it wasn't, like...
1: Yeah, so <laughs> there are, like, different versions of the jets. I mean, it's one button, but you have, like, a slow and a powerful version. So it automatically hits the powerful version. I don't know. if I th- Later on, I think I needed to fill up the jacuzzi a little bit more, and then the jets wouldn't have gone crazy. But the first time I turned on the jets, it's like, shot the water across the jacuzzi, like, splashed up on the, the, the wall a bit. Um, it, it's fine. It's just water. But, um... But yeah, it was, it was definitely my favorite part of our, of our hotel room.
0: And one part that I found interesting is kind of when you get room service. So you walk in, you have your card or whatever, no problem. And then right to the, right to the left, immediately to the left, there's uh, like a, a brown like, trap door. And you could open that up. Now, I don't know what this is for. I thought that it was like, if they do drop off room service to you, that they put it in there, like not kind of like how Amazon knocks on your door. And instead of you having to go out and leave your food on the ground in front of you, that you'd have to go into this little trapdoor area uh, and get it. But when we did get room service, they brought it into our hotel room. And then I thought, all right, well maybe that's where you leave the stuff when you're done with it. And then um, left it there. There's like a switch, we p- flip the switch and like put a light on so I thought they may check that and see to take it like our room service was in there for like at least a day or whatever so I don't really know what that was for but they do have like a, a little room um little area where you could open it up and then you could open it up from the outside as well I and mean, there's locks on both sides but I don't know what was supposed to be there eventually they they, they took it away with the room service but I don't know what those are supposed to be for yeah Another thing about the rooms, or at least the door, is some of them had banners on them or kind of like sashes, like in a Miss America or like a pageant yeah. kind of sash. So there was some that had, was like a purple one that said, thank you for your loyalty. Uh, I think there was another one that was a different color. And then there was like a gray or silver one, I think, that said like, happy honeymoon.
1: And I was like, where's (laughs) our happy honeymoon sign?
0: I mean, I get maybe not like when we first arrived because I don't think I told them in advance. But at one point when they cleaned the rooms, they could have switched it out and added it. Yeah,
1: because we did tell the attendant who was helping us check in like, oh, it's our honeymoon. Um, But it's fine. We knew it was our honeymoon.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And then so the second day we went to the spa and, you know, we got a couple of spa, a couple of massage, obviously. And uh, so there's a couple of different options, like you got a manicure and a pedicure with it, or you could just have like some hydro action on your feet or something like that. I don't really know. Uh, but we thought that, you know, couples massage, we could be like in the same room together or whatever, yeah. but they just said because of everything going on, they couldn't have too many people. So we went, went our separate ways, but very nice and very uh, relaxing and yeah. definitely helped out a lot. We
1: did like an 80 minute massage, which was incredible. I've had like a few massages, but it's always been like that hour, but really it's like 45 minutes to 15 minutes. Cause they, all the setup time, they include that as part of your hour, but it was amazing like 15 minutes always felt like oh too short like just when they were getting to it you're like you're done um but this this one was great and then on top of that like the package that we chose had an extra like 20 minutes focused on doing like a foot massage part um and we knew we were going to be doing a lot of walking so we're like yes please massage our feet um so it was it was amazing they had all these like fantastic smelling oils um you know a good good amount of like spa music in the background I definitely was completely relaxed after that massage best massage I've ever had
0: yeah uh, really good job there Um, so we did that and then like then the next morning or one of the mornings we even woke up extra early uh, to see the sunrise
1: yeah so we went out to see the sunrise I absolutely love the water I love the beach I love the Sun like I love anything that seems artistic um and so we went out to see the sunrise we brought out the gopro so we did a time lapse on that um and it was fun it was a beautiful morning like the clouds were perfect the sun rose um seagulls were flying everywhere yeah it was really it was a beautiful sunrise
0: yeah and then we also we talked about our trip into town or into the um to the hotel but then we did actually did spend some time i know it's all inclusive right so uh you got entertainment uh usually it was at about the same time like at about 7 p.m eastern standard time which is the same time we go to dinner every night so we just see like the tail end or the very beginning of the entertainment they had the poolside entertainment like i said with, like the games and stuff like that but it was all included like you know your food so there's a couple of different like you know restaurants and then also um you know drinks and all that kind of stuff that was included i'm sure they had like bingo they had like a gym that you had access to
1: which we definitely started using towards the end of our trip because again all-inclusive so we wanted to to get our money's worth from the from our paid trip um so we ate a lot and we drank a lot and ate a lot of desserts so towards the end of the the few days there we're like okay let's start um working out let's go check out that gym so We started, you know, doing a little yoga each morning and then we went down to the gym and did our workout and then we went and had breakfast and then we went back to the room with our coffee and did our little devotionals. And so it just kind of set this routine and we really liked it. So we're like, yeah, let's kind of keep this going as we travel just to make sure we, we get like our mind and our body and our spirit, like all aligned and just ready for whatever adventures that day holds. So I really liked that routine for us. Um, yeah, I think it was yeah. a good
0: routine, um, but you know, we still were in Playa del Carmen, which is a major city in Mexico, we wanted to still see what the, the town had. So we did venture out, and it was cool because well, when you get checked in for the all-inclusive, they know it's you because they'll constantly ask your room number, like yeah. even during a meal they ask you a couple of different times. But in addition to that, they did give you like a bracelet, right, so it's like a white bracelet, it says Hilton, and then mm-hmm. will have like your num- uh, a number for you on the other side. Yeah. Um, so you know when you do leave they do cut that off while you're there you have a bracelet the whole time and you walk out to the town so yeah so it's a mixture of just probably seeing your bracelet and knowing that you know where you're walking from is going to be the Hilton but one of the 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 street merchants if you will said, "Oh hey, remember me? I'm I'm the waiter from the Hilton," you know.
1: And I for a second thought I'm like, "Wait, do I know him? Like is he?" And then we walked by another like merchant and he's like, "No, he can tell he can tell you are at the Hilton cuz a bracelet." And we're like, "Oh, okay." So
0: But yeah. then he goes and says, "Oh no, don't don't believe him. He's not really the Hilton uh, waiter." Uh, but let me tell you what I do for a living. So they definitely have something (laughs) coordinated together.
1: Yeah. So just one of their, one of their little tricks. Yeah. So be aware. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, there was like some construction, but you know, we're always talking about, uh, kind of going off of the beaten path. It doesn't have to be like 20 minute walk or anything like that. Usually it's just like the main street over because people are so afraid to go off like the main tourist, uh, road. Mm -hmm. So we went one street over and we got um uh, like some margaritas and we got uh what some like fish tacos mm-hmm. and uh that was really really good really delicious
1: well we need to explain why Yes, we wanted to go venture out into this little strip, a little town. But there were a couple of things we needed, so we didn't bring sunscreen. How do you go to Mexico and know you're going to be at the beach and not bring sunscreen? I don't know. But it was in our favor because if we would have had to bring sunscreen, it you know it would have to have been a small, it would have been a small bottle. And you
0: have so, only have so many liquids. That yeah. Anyway, so we
1: need to get some sunscreen. And just, again, there. You're in a touristy area, so sunscreen at the resort was like twenty-four, twenty-three dollars or something like that. And then we looked at a couple stores on the main road once we stepped out of the hotel and they were like sixteen dollars a bottle. And so we did what Will said and we went off like just one road over and we found a little pharmacy and it ends up being twelve bucks or eleven dollars, I think, a bottle of sunscreen, which is which is normal I guess for here. Um and so while we while we did that, we're like, oh, let's see if we can find some like Food out here, um because although the food at the hotel was you know pretty decent, like it wasn't authentic Mexican, and so we really wanted to eat some authentic Mexican food, and so, like you said, we got some fish tacos and the guacamole, and it was very, very delicious, yeah um. And so that was one of our trips out to the town. We also had to take a second trip out to the town because I had this whole fiasco with uh, my MacBook. Um, So right before we got married, my MacBook screen just started freaking out. It seems like there was probably like a loose wire and it was glitching. And so I dropped it off at the Mac store. um, And I wasn't supposed to get it until like after our wedding and long story short, I ended up getting it right before we left for our trip. And so I they had to like, you know, wipe it all and I had to re reinstate it, reinstart it, like re you know, re-add the the backup stuff to the Mac and I didn't realize you needed to connect to internet for that and so we were one of the nights at the hotel and I'm like oh let me you know start up the laptop let me get it working and yes we had Wi-Fi at the Hilton but with the Hilton in order to connect to the Wi-Fi you had to put like it w- it pops up as a web browser and you have to type in your room number and your last name. So when you have a brand new laptop, there is no web browser to type in. And so I'm like, what in the whole wide world? And so I'm like, okay, I searched for if there was like a Mac store nearby I actually did the Mac, you know, online um, chatting and they said there was a affiliate store. So I went, we went to the Mac store mainly so I can connect to their internet to be able to, you know, up, update and restart my computer. And it seemed like it was going to take a long time. So I kind of asked the the Genius Bar people there and they actually wanted to charge me $50 to do all of that. And I'm like, basically for their time. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll spend an hour here and do it ourselves. It's not that big a deal. So we spent about an hour. No, I think it ended up being like two hours because the internet was really slow. But we spent about two hours at the Mac store, getting my Mac fixed, which is fine. Like we don't, what is it? You don't want to waste time? But what's Yeah, I
0: mean similar to like the money, right? Like I don't mind spending time on it. I just don't want to waste time. Like I would have been more upset if we would have uh, spent like an hour there and not got it fixed and then wait to the next town and spend another hour there Let's just get it like all done in one fell swoop, right? And yeah, they're like, oh fifty dollars, we'll definitely leave it with us because they don't want to spend time Little they know, we're on vacation, our time wasn't that valuable. Yeah, so they're so
1: like, we have nothing else to it's do. It's like if You're not like gonna kick fine. us out of the
0: store and let us just hang out, lo- loiter here for two or three hours, use your Wi-Fi uh i don't care
1: and i will say i personally loved that because that spending that two hours there finally convinced my wonderful husband to get a macbook so he recently got a macbook air i'm so excited for him yeah
0: so we'll talk about all that (laughs) in in, in a future episode but uh, yeah kazi's laptop got fixed and they were able to s- explore uh, the mall area a little bit there.
1: Yeah, and so on the way back to the hotel, we kind of ran into some people that were dressed up, not as uh, comic book characters, but as like Mayan, um, you know, uh, native people. And so that was fun to see. Um, we took some pictures with them. We obviously were going to give them some tips. Uh, Even though they, I mean, they asked for it, but we were gonna do it. Because we just wanted to
0: take their picture, and they're like, no, come take a picture with us, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, take
1: selfies, and yeah, it was fun, and you know, we did that, and so we're like, but we need to get changed, and so we're like, let's go into the store to get changed, and they literally followed us to the store so we can get changed from our pesos to be able to give them some tips anyways that was crazy but we it got was racketeered fun. yeah it was fun um yeah so kind of going down the street we also saw um some like folk dancers out there one time doing their dance uh right next to construction again crazy but um yeah like the
0: mariachi dancers or not dancers but like playing different instruments she yeah. was doing her folk dancing with her very uh long flowy vibrant colorful dress and yeah on a construction site basically
1: yeah it was it was awesome it yeah it, <laughs> that's yeah
0: so the last topic that we want to talk about is the food yeah we're all inclusive so you know tons and tons of food uh to be had um but we did have a favorite restaurant there
1: yeah um our favorite restaurant was called Pelicanos and it was actually the restaurant that was closest to the water so not only did it have yummy food but it was also a great view um and some of the foods that we got there I think our top three were um the salmon ceviche absolutely delicious I don't
0: really like I mean I don't like ceviche and I also like I like salmon, but I don't think it's my favorite fish, but, like, the combination of those two things, I guess two negatives made a positive. Yeah. Uh,
1: It was really, really good. That was delicious. And then um, we had these amazing tuna burgers. Like.
0: Not like ahi, right? But it it was almost like it was like a burger, because even if you wanted to be medium or what, it was almost like.
1: And it, and it was just so savory, and the bun was the perfect amount of crispness, and it had this, like, was it like a barbecue sauce like a barbecue like yeah I don't know island like, sauce yeah, i don't know some kind of island it sauce was that you can the combination was fantastic um and then the other thing was the um oh Marlin tostadas mm-hmm. those were really good so we definitely visited that restaurant a couple times and definitely on our last day there before we headed out so we could have um a really good like ending off um with the meals there because the meals they were okay um like i was said before like it just wasn't authentic mexican food it was very americanized um they put bacon in almost everything there was one morning that there was i was like oh yay hash browns but then they had bacon in it and we don't eat meat like that so we usually have to look for vegetarian options um you think hash
0: browns would be safe
1: no they weren't safe and there was one time that the beans had bacon in it and i'm like oh no and bacon has a distinct taste so as soon as i like ate a bite of that hash brown i'm like nope that's that's bacon in there so we definitely couldn't eat that um but yeah i mean for the most part it was it was decent food um and so because we don't eat M- typical meat like that. The uh, the Thanksgiving meal there was interesting um, because, it you know, Thanksgiving you have turkey and you have chicken and you have all these things and they had like these special meals like, oh, you can do a uh, surf and turf and you can True. have sh- uh, shrimp and lobster and, and, and steaks. And we're like, we don't eat any of that. And so our Thanksgiving dinner ended up being a pasta alfredo with some salmon in there And the only portion of it that I think was very fallish and Thanksgiving-ish was the carrot cake for dessert Mm -hmm. and the pumpkin cheesecake. Which both of those were really good. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it wasn't like a cheesecake like normal, it felt a little bit more fluffy, fluffier than than a normal. Or not fluffy, I'm sorry, spongier, Mm -hmm. which was interesting, but it still tasted great. Um... So those two desserts were good. Oh, and then our favorite dessert was at the Mediterranean restaurant that they had there. It was Um, right by
0: one of the smaller pools with the shade that we were talking about earlier.
1: Yeah um and that they had a few different things there like mediterranean food they had greek food um but the dessert they had was tiramisu and that was so yummy like it was literally so good we asked them if we could take one back to the room like take it to go um and then the next day we went back for dessert there because the place we ate didn't have great dessert so um so yeah anything else you want to add about food
0: no I, i think that basically wraps it up um you know we just had a great time uh, obviously, we, you know we have our YouTube videos where we'll show you the highlights and try to edit together as, as much as possible, but we don't get to go into the details. So that's why we also wanted to have this second episode uh, that week of like a podcast to tell you more, mm-hmm. and like we said, behind the YouTube scenes and give you more details. yeah. Um, you know, so we really hope that you know you you enjoyed this episode. You could also find us. Uh, we're basically everywhere. Right? We're on yeah. Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Pinterest tiktok uh, we're on linkedin um you know instagram (laughs) that's
1: a big one yeah Yeah. Uh, Um,
0: so you'll see those uh those racketeering native pictures on there as well
1: yeah
0: um so yeah i I had a good time with this
1: yeah this was uh our first podcast and it was it was a blast i hope you guys enjoyed it and um hopefully you'll tune back into the to the next the next podcast, which will be about our part two, of Mexico, Mexico ends up being three parts. We went to three different cities. So, uh, in the next one, we go inland a little bit and we do some adventuring, um, and really get, get a real taste of, of Mexico. And I think the second part of our trip, um, out of the three parts was definitely my favorite. So, so tune in for the next episode cause it will be a fun one.
0: Yep, yeah, but thank you for watching on YouTube or listening to this on your preferred podcast provider. And until next time, what, what could possibly be next?